Welcome back to 50% Cancer. Last week, we might have shed a few tears, or mostly me, (laughs) but this week we are back together to help each other. Today's episode will have some very helpful information to serve as a starting point for resources and tools when facing cancer. When I was a senior in college, my dad lost his job. He had been the moneymaker of our parents, and my mom, as I talked about before, was a stay-at-home mom and was there to drive me to lots of appointments. But here I was in college, super stressed out, taking more classes and credits than I ever had before, working multiple jobs, and I get a phone call one day in the library where my dad is telling me I have to go figure out how to pay my tuition and to get all the appointments in I can before we lose health insurance. Pretty high stress, right? Well, I got things squared away with family help uh, with my tuition and my apartment. But then in the spring, my last semester, I decided to finally go back to the doctor for my thyroid. I sort of got lost by my own doing through the medical system in between not needing or wanting to be in pediatric endocrinology anymore, but also not knowing where the heck to go after that. So I finally got an appointment with an internal medicine doctor who's still my doctor today. And after some suspicious blood work that led to further testing, it was found that parts in my neck were taking up radioactive iodine where I shouldn't have thyroid tissue. I do what the doctors say, getting a treatment dose of radioactive iodine. What I didn't plan for was the price tag or to find out that I had a lapse in my insurance coverage during part of that time, which didn't help the price tag. I racked up just about $20,000 in costs from April to June. At this time, I was living in an apartment I definitely shouldn't have been, another high-cost item my parents helped me out with and barely had $200 left over after paying rent and utilities each month. Also, just a disclaimer now, I know I was very fortunate, and some people definitely live on less, but I am just sharing my own experience. So thank you for taking me as I am. (laughs) So I paid off some of my bill with what I could, but I just literally didn't know what to do for the rest. Naturally, the hospital started needing more and more each month than what I literally had. I just sort of hoped it would go away, and I just kept paying little by little. And I cannot stress enough, do not do that. Eventually, I got this nondescript letter in the mail. I had been sent to collections. My mind first went to like, oh crap, Uh, but then also thinking of the movie Confessions of a Shopaholic, where the main character is trying so hard to avoid collection agents coming after her for all her credit card debt. But now I really couldn't ignore things any longer, and I asked for help. I found out that my hospital has a financial assistance program, which was both a blessing and a curse. The positive was that they took away a large chunk of what I owed, making it much more doable. But I had sent in my financial information, including what was in my bank accounts, along with a letter that explained how my living expenses were where the majority of my income went. The negative is that they somehow determined that I could pay $450 a month. Remember when I said, you know, just a little bit ago that I barely had about $200? So I ended up taking out a personal loan to help me pay off some of those monthly payments because I just literally, I didn't have anything else to do and I didn't want to have to ask my family anymore for help. So moral of the story is American health systems still kind of suck, but they might be able to help you. Now I am luckily much more stable in my finances and I'm starting to rebuild my savings and I have a great job. So it's time to help you. First, I just want to remind you that even when or if you feel completely alone and like you are on this journey all by yourself, that is never true. I know how alone you can feel in this cancer journey, especially if you also live on your own or don't have friends or family nearby. The burden of cancer is a lot, and we aren't meant to do it alone. Even if you think it's easier, I promise it's not going to be in the long run. And please take it from me to seek and ask for help sooner rather than later. Let's start with a few simple tips. 
Start a dedicated folder or notebook for everything cancer-related. You can keep track of costs, appointments, feelings, and notes all in one place. This will be helpful throughout the years as you go to your appointments and maybe experience different symptoms here and there. And it'll also help you at tax time because you can have all of your costs associated with your health in one place. In the U.S., most of us take what's called the standard deduction in our taxes. But if you have more than $12,000 in medical costs a year, you might be able to do an itemized deduction instead and get more money back from your return. Next, build in self-care. Self-care can look like a lot of different things. It might be what you might think of immediately when hearing the word, you know, very spa-like atmospheres, cucumbers on the eyes, relaxing, taking care of your physical health. But it can also mean staying on top of things that you don't get surprised and stressed out or feel unprepared. I think self-care as a whole incorporates a lot of habits, which is hard for me. (laughs) I have the worst time forming new habits, but self-care is all about those little things that add up each week and month and even just each day that contribute to your well-being. If you're feeling overwhelmed, here are some tips to help balance your mind back. Take a deep breath and take a step away. Whether this is from a person, a project, or a hospital bill, physically make space between you and the object and then return when you feel a little bit more balanced. Create a no-can-do list. Your time and space are sacred, so spend them how you want to spend them. Well, I'd encourage you to get out and see people here and there and don't just stay locked up in your house. If you're feeling really overwhelmed by a certain event, it's okay to say no. While we can't really do that for appointments or blood work, even though sometimes you might want to, this might look like setting aside time the night before you have an appointment to just relax and prepare. Or alternately, becoming a yes list and deciding that after an appointment, you always want to go out with friends to grab a drink or something. Be kind to yourself. I love this one, not just because it's nice, (laughs) but also because I have definitely not always been kind to myself, and even still now, I'm not always kind to myself. I used to think a lot of things like, why me? Why am I being punished in regards to having cancer, especially having had it so many times like me? However, I really believe that we always need to give ourselves more grace, especially in adjusting to a survivor life, and that's okay. It is a lot to handle, and like I said, (laughs) we're not meant to do it alone. I'm crying. Ah. (laughs) Very passionate about that one, if you can't tell. Next, ask for help. This is becoming a theme of this episode, huh? Weird. (laughs) Feeling overwhelmed by just making dinner each night? Ask a friend. Even just chatting with a friend for a little bit can be so helpful to get things off your chest. Sometimes I'll text my friends saying like, hey, I just need to have a little rant about something. And then, you know, they'll say go for it or they don't say anything and then I just go for it anyway. Uh, (laughs) And then I send a huge text and I feel so much better afterwards. Usually, even though I say like, I don't need advice, I just need to like say this, which I think is also a great thing to do and just say, hey, I just need to say this and I don't need you to try to fix it or help me with it. I just need to get it off my chest. But usually they will help me anyway and come up with some really helpful advice or just reassurance that I'm not alone, which we could all use. And lastly, write it out. Use a journal or the notes app on your phone to just word vomit what's on your mind. It's private, usually, (laughs) and you can just get it all out of you and onto paper, whether that's physical or digital. So those are some items that are mostly like mindset or emotional well-being directed. I also have some financial resources for you, but I am going to direct you to head to thighcansurvivors.org and head to the blog because I think the blog post there will be much easier for you to capture this information if this is something that you are looking for. So when talking about financial support, 
First of all, these are just the things that I've learned. I have no means like a social worker or like an expert, but these are just kind of my opinions and what I think sounds good. So please take everything I say with a grain of salt, a uh, grain of non iodized salt. Ha. Um, <laughs> so I would say first, ask your clinic for what resources they have internally and then also for what they would recommend. So the clinic I go to is Mayo Clinic. And like I said, they probably took away like more than 60% of what I owed them. And I don't know what other resource you would find that would just take that away. Like maybe there are things out there that just delete debt. Um, but that seemed pretty like substantial and uh, fantastic to me. Also, most clinics offer a payment plan even without the financial assistance uh, where you just pay a certain amount each month. Maybe the only alleviation you need to feel better is just having that lower monthly payment and not, you know, owing two grand at once and just having those payments no matter if it's for a year. So that's always definitely a route to. You could also ask family. Uh, that can be hard because you want them to not have to worry about you or bail you out, but sometimes they can be a really great option. Probably lower interest rates to pay back than a bank or a loan. But every family is different, and I totally understand that, you know, we can't always just ask them to help or expect that they'll help us. That's a big ask. A great option for when you don't have help available are cancer organizations that help cancer patients. And these are on a national, local, community level. They're all over the place. One that I found online just by searching right away is called Cancer Care. They have support groups, case management, counseling, education, and financial assistance. I would bet you are... Uh, kind of better finding a general cancer organization like this over a thyroid cancer specific one, but never say never. Definitely check out to see what Thyca has, what the American Thyroid Association has. Uh, Bite Me Cancer might just be kid oriented, but you could try them as well. Lastly, I would strongly discourage taking out a loan just to pay off your bill. I felt less uncomfortable doing it because it was my first and only loan, but honestly, the interest really sucks, and I've barely made a dent in it, and it's been, that was 2019, and it is now 2023. <laughs> so, I mean, it helped pay off my, the the bill right away, um, but then you're stuck with it, and it kind of sucks. Um, and maybe you find a really great deal uh, from, like, because I just got mine through my credit card. So maybe if you go through like your bank or credit union, you might be able to get a better interest rate or something like that. But just, you know, caution doing that. There are just so many resources out there and that can also be overwhelming at times. And it's really hard when you don't know what you don't know. When I was in my apartment at 22 trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do, I didn't think to just search online for help. So I hope you will. Today, you heard about my own story and needing help when I went through my most recent cancer recurrence. I shared some well-being tips to generally help you if you're feeling alone in your journey. We also talked about some options for financial help as a cancer patient. And if you're needing help, you're going to visit thycancervivors.org and head to the blog and read our most recent post. Next week, we'll be talking about a topic brought up by a fellow survivor, thyroid cancer and alcohol. Thanks for being here. Bye.